Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. All right, welcome to Inside TBT's Bracket Reaction Show. We have the tournament bracket, finally. We are fired up. We're going to talk about that. We got an interview with India Rising, who has to play the defending champs, Bayheim's Army, in their first ever TBT game. That's tough. That's at the end of the episode. Like I said, we're going to talk about the bracket as a whole. But before we get to all that, we got to talk about our presenting sponsor, Brain Fuel. You've heard us talk about them. All right. It's a drink we've worked into our daily routine to help us boost our long-term productivity and overall health. We told you guys it's called Brain Fuel, a mental performance drink. It's mixtures of a lot of things, vitamin supplements, energy drinks, et cetera. Not your morning cup of coffee. You're still probably going to drink this, but that doesn't cut it when the grind gets real. And hey, the grind is real. We got the bracket. It is time. The effects the effects last way longer than anything we've ever had before. Spencer Dinwiddie drinks it. So if he drinks it, you should be drinking it. And we're going to give you a discount. So go to brainfuel.com, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com and use promo code TBT for 15% off. That's brainfuel, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. We got brainfuel. We got the bracket. I mean, Joey, how are we feeling? What's up with you? How fired up are you that we got the bracket finally? I mean, it's unbelievable, right? It's it's real. It's happening. You know, we've been talking about it for months. Now it's time to be about it, Andrew. We've got the bracket. We've got some matchups. We've got some teams finalized. we got some teams that are still going to add more players. It's you know, it's the time of the year where you are yearning for sports and for stuff to be on TV. The NBA finals are, are done. Uh, shout out to the Warriors for winning the championship. Obviously um, the NHL five Stanley cup playoffs are wrapping up. Who really cares? Not me. Not and me. baseball's going on, which baseball is always going on. And again, who really cares? Not me. The Cubs stink. So um, what it boils down to is people are, are dying for something on their television, something relevant to be on ESPN. And from the gods come TBT basketball this summer. And it's all right around the corner. It's palpable. I can feel it. I can taste it. We have more content to talk about. It's fantastic. Yes. And we're going to talk about the full bracket. We'll get into all the matchups, all the regions individually. We got some time between now and the tournament comes out. So we'll talk about each region individually. Today, we're going to hit on some one seeds, some big time second round matchups that we need to happen. First and foremost, I mean, we got our one seed power rankings. We got the money team at number two. All right. They're, they're playing in Dayton. And I know Joey's going to agree with me here, Joe, but they had a Jimmer. If Bayheim's army isn't the defending champs and there's not a one seed as the defending champs, we got the money team probably at number one. Yeah. I mean, they're the most underrated like TBT organization slash franchise ever probably. Right. I mean, they, yes, they lost to heard that in the bubble. It's like, you know, it was like Tucky losing just like a total fluke. Right. Like, and then they heard that turned out to be really, really good. Like St. Peter's did too, you know, like, so, you know, that that's the beauty of TBT, but like they, upset teams last year they had great they lost lead better which kind of stinks for them but like jordan crawford's incredible xavier munford's incredible jimmer is arguably the best player in the tournament you ever know? 
Right. Exactly. So, uh, I mean, they would be the number one seed if we didn't like default, give it to the reigning champs, you know, it's, yeah. and not to say that Syracuse team is not amazing because their roster is very put together. It's, it's stacked again. Like those two are, Holy cow, a championship between those two would be very, very fun. Yeah, and so we got Bayheim's Army 1, the Money Team 2, Florida TNT, who was a steal away from the championship last year, 3, the Gutter Cats, which is, you know, rebranded Team Hines at 4, Hardfire, who's basically the defending champs at 5, Best Virginia 6, Aftershock 7, 8, YGC, Marcus Smart's team, and they are, of course, playing. They're the one seed at Rucker. But here's here's what I think about Best Virginia and Aftershocks. Like, 6 and 7, they're very close. They're like the we, – we stuck with our alumni. Didn't really add that many, like, crazy big-name non-alumni. The DJ Kennedys, you know, of the world, DeAndre Keynes, Tyrese Rice, et cetera. So, like, that's why they're 6 and 7. And Aftershocks was like – upset on Instagram, but I mean, we're ranking the one seats. We're not saying they're like, they're this. You're like the seventh best team in TBT. Like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> and I think, I think they're also, you know, ranked a little lower on our power ranks because Everline drive, if everyone shows up, like they're really good, like potential one seed in that region. Um, and they're the two seed playing bleed green. So that's why we had them there. Uh, Joey, anything else you want to touch on with the one seeds? Anything with like, you know, Heartfire is is the defending champs. Anything we should hit on before we talk about some of these matchups in the second round that we got to see? Why why do you why why do you keep saying Heartfire is the defending champs? Because they are the merge with Team Twenty Three. They have all the Team 23 guys. Oh, no, okay. sorry, the runner-ups, the runner-ups. Yeah, sorry, I was like, did I miss something? Like runner-ups. They... Okay, all right, that makes more sense. I wasn't trying to, like, call you out. I was genuinely curious about why you were the calling them the defending champs. Yes, I think that that team is They're not getting almost the defending champs. They missed right. the lender. Yes, they, they had a chance to be the champs. Um, I think, like, what I will be most curious about, the number one thing is how good is Jimmer going to be? That's the number one thing I'm curious about. Number two is a two-part thing, right? Gutter Cats and Heartfire, they're like two teams that are like combined, right? There are, there are pieces from different teams being put together. How will those pieces work together? And then last but not least, like will an alumni team steal the hearts of America in some way, shape, or form, whether it's like an Aftershocks or a Best Virginia, right? Like the teams that are made up of guys who have played together for years and years and years and hung banners for their schools. Um, I know that uh, one alumni team that's not on there that maybe could be on there is Marquette's alumni team. Like they have won before yep. they have incredible players and they added probably one of the best big guys in the whole thing. in Caleb Wesson, who every time, obviously that was my teammate every time on every day on his Instagram, I see what he's, what he's, how he's well, playing. He's on, he's on, isn't he on best Virginia now? Didn't he flip? I thought he flipped from best Virginia to Marquette. I think he flipped from Marquette to best Virginia. Oh my God! It's, it's the golden yellow, the blue he's and yellow. On, he's on one of those two teams. What? Which? And this is, and this is great for the inside TBT pedigree. But uh, whatever team he's on, he makes them way, way better. Um, obviously, like I truly do believe that he's going to be one of, if not the best big guys. Because every time he posts on Instagram, it's like, oh, another thirty and eight, another twenty-five and eight, another like he's like dominating overseas. So if he, if his head's in it. Like he's an incredible player. He's an NBA talent. So 
that's what I have to say about the number one seeds, but I know you want to get to the matchups because those are way yeah. more fun. Yeah, and confirmed, Caleb Wesson is on best Virginia. Oh, but he was on the for a hot second. He, that's on me. Yeah, yeah I, I, the world doesn't know that, right? But No, but. no, Golden Eagles tweeted it out, man, to do a little redo, retweet. But a couple things I want to touch on, some first-round matchups that could affect these second-round matchups we want to see. Heard that versus Founding Fathers in the four versus five. Founding Fathers almost upset. Um, you know, sideline cancer last year. Men of Mackey versus Mid-American Unity is what kind of feels like this year's Ohio State versus Purdue. Um, I don't know if Ron Lewis is playing on Mid-American Unity again. They got enough Ohio guys. Um, Friday Beers versus Mental Toughness. I think that's a, a, a cool matchup. It's just like really it's random. Funny. It's just funny when you say it out loud. It's like Mental yeah. Toughness who those guys obviously – if you listen to our Friday beers interview, like they have a huge charitable component to Friday beers for, for like men's mental health. Also, I mean, women's mental health as well. So that's like a funny, like not funny, but a crazy inside track to each other where they're very related yet. Their teams are called team mental toughness and Friday beers, which is just only in the tournament, you know, only in TBC. And then I think Xavier, which shout out to our Xavier sponsor, Dana Gardens, a quick walk from Dana Gardens to the Cintas Center. You got to check them out during TBT. We will be there. I'm thinking I'm going to be there about 40 to 50 times in the few days we're in. I'm going to try. I'm assuming that they have great wings. I'm going to try every single one of their wing flavors while I'm there. Wings, beer, burgers, sports. And what's cool about them is they're not saying, they're not saying like, come here and watch the games. They're saying, come here, eat, drink. Then we'll all go to the Cintas Center for the game. And then when they win, you go over there and you celebrate. Exactly. So shout out Dana Gardens. But Xavier, I think, has the most possible champs in in their region. Because I completely agree. I feel like for a long time we were like Florida TNT, zip them up, sideline cancer. Those are the three best teams. Like that's who we think. Before Bayheim's Army was like, surprise, we're back with all the same guys. Plus, like before all that. So it is just crazy that like zip them up is a three seed there. And we thought they were for sure gonna be a one seed. Not a week ago, we didn't think that, but like before we knew where teams were applying. But we want to talk about some potential second round matchups. The first thing I got to say before we get to that is the first round matchup is Stillwater Stars versus Air Raiders, Oklahoma State versus Texas Tech, which is just really cool. And the winner of that would play the Aftershocks. So I think the potential of the Aftershocks versus Air Raiders as a second-round matchup because the fans are going to show up. The Air Raiders fans, they are crazy. Yeah, that's like two of the craziest, most underrated fan bases in all of college sports, let alone college basketball. Um, I, I think that it's important to not sleep on Oklahoma State just because they've been there, done that. Granted, I don't they haven't had very much success, but – but there's an element to the TBT of understanding how to play, how the game's called, how, what it takes to win that I'm sure they will have as opposed to air Raiders, but there's no doubt about it that air Raiders is probably the best four five seed in the entire tournament. You know, yeah. so, and they're the five. So, you know, the, right. the experts are thinking Oklahoma state like should, could beat them, but 
I mean, if it's Aftershocks versus Air Raiders, basically it's going to be this. It's two best fan bases from what we've seen. The totally. Dayton fans are great. The Golden Eagles fans are great. The Omaha fans are going to – the Blue Crew fans are going to show up, the Creighton fans. But, like, from what we've seen, twi- it's like the best Twitter versus in-person fans literally so far. All right, yeah. moving over to West Virginia Regional. This is the one we all want to see. Best Virginia versus Heard That. They've been trying to make it happen for years. I think this is the year it happens. I think we as a podcast need to stop talking about how much we want it because if we keep talking about it, it'll never happen. So this is the last time I think we should talk about best Virginia versus heard that until it's officially happening. Yeah. And I'm just going to throw this out there. This is, you know, a month before that game would potentially happen. Best Virginia pounds heard that that's my prediction. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And on Elmore goes 0 for six from three. All right. Another one, Syracuse regional. It's a potential matchup between blue collar. U who might be the best team there. Yep. And again, Bayheim's Army gets the nod. We used to say this all the time. Champs until beaten. And seeds mean absolutely yeah. nothing. Yeah. So they would potentially play the Friday Beers team, which is armored athlete, guys who have been there before. That just feels like a, like, drinking beers versus drinking beers kind of game. It does seem like both fan bases will consume a lot of alcohol yeah. during that game. Definitely. All right, moving to the Omaha Regional. Omaha. Team Arkansas, who we both love and think are really good. I mean, you love them. Would potentially play Omaha Blue Crew, Creighton, in the second round. I mean, talk about fan bases. Arkansas versus Creighton. That's just like a cool – like that's the kind of matchup you hear about that happens in March Madness. Yeah. You know? That's like a – first of all, two things I'll say about it because you said March Madness. That's like a top five matchup for next season if those two teams played. It'd yeah. be a top five matchup, which is pretty cool. And it's also two teams where their coaches are constantly tweeting about the TBT, which is awesome. And then last but not least, I think that that game, the winner gets to host a regional next year. So Omaha has got to win that game yeah. in order to keep their regional. And if Arkansas wins, they are more than deserving because they would yeah. pack their home arena. Their, their home atmosphere is some of the best in the country. And so is Creighton, but like, that would be awesome. So yeah, it's it's a winner winner go home type of game. Loser leaves town. I got th- there's three teams that we've already mentioned, and I'm gonna, we're about to mention a fourth that I think could host. But Buffalo, Texas Tech, and Arkansas would all be awesome host sites in, yep. in the near future. Future. All right, the Xavier Regional. This is going to be the one that is circled on everyone's everyone's calendar. Sideline cancer versus zip them up. There were some Mike Dom to zip him up rumors. Of course, now he's on sideline cancer. And um, Keen back again with sideline cancer, him and Dom. Zip him up the host team, but the lower seed, you know, you said kind of throw seeds out the window. I think you definitely throw seeds out the window when they will, they will literally be at home. Like not like a Carmen's crew, like there's half the stadiums, Carmen's crew fans, quarter is the team that plays after, a quarter is the visitors. That's a full stadium of fans. Oh, yeah. And I think that, like, it's a classic, like, when Duke goes on the road and plays at Ohio State last year, right? Like, Duke is the better team and and the higher seed, right? The one, the number one seed in the country, the number one team in the country. Ohio State was, I don't even know if they were, I don't think they were even ranked um, at that point in the year. But it's like, Ohio State was still, like, favored to win that game because of how much a home court advantage matters. 
And like, that's a game I would be surprised if zip them up loses unless like they look terrible in the game before, but like, that's a game that like you think about college basketball, you think about basketball in general, like that's a game where the quote unquote less talented team, but they're at home wins because that's yeah. the beauty of the sport. So that's yeah. the number one. I'm, I'm glad you saved that one because that's the number one matchup that I would like to see because that also holds like a ton of, uh, of power in terms of getting a Xavier versus Cincinnati game as well. So, um, which everybody wants to see that too. So yeah, that's my favorite possible second round matchup. And I also think it's probably the most possible, like the yeah. like locking of those two teams are going to win. Yeah. And then the last one I have on here is the Dayton regional, which would be a potential golden Eagles versus red scare, which is just Dayton versus Marquette. And I think I think Milwaukee would be a really cool host city for TBT. That was like the one more I was going to say if Marquette hosted because Ohio is so close. You know, maybe you get some more Big Ten teams to want to play or could play. It's so easy to get to Milwaukee. Chicago's so accessible to Milwaukee. Like I think I think similar to Dayton, Milwaukee would be a cool like Elite Eight city. Yeah, I mean for whatever it's worth to play devil's advocate. Like, I don't think Marquette has the greatest fans ever. True. I don't know. True. So I don't know. You prove me wrong. Marquette fans, you know, like, let me know, but could, could um, be like a last year type thing where um, they don't, there's no host. It's not a regional. It's just where, like, do, they have, know, where do they have the games? That's not true. to get all super critical, but Marquette plays in Pfizer, UW Milwaukee, I guess, but then but it, I don't know. It's weird. It's weird. Weird dynamic. That's all. I'm just thinking like accessibility. I know. You're, I know you're, you, we, yeah. we have different minds. I like the way you think, but I do. I, I mean, I, that's I, a great matchup though. There's no doubt about that. This is the year that Dayton, like if, if they are going to win, it's going to be the fact that every single game would be in front of the home fans this year. It's like the Patriots having home field advantage and yeah. this other way to the Super Bowl. I keep using like, analogies for every well, well the thing. bucks the bucks literally had that two years ago right yes exactly and i think the rams had that this year too uh no, i don't think so because they played the wild card game i think all right well the, the super bowl was that was at sofi it was and yeah. they won yeah i was in la really yeah all right um, I'm going to pull up the bracket, see if there's anything else we want to touch on any teams we didn't talk about. Uh, let, let's, let's go through the two seeds real quickly, just to touch on the two seeds. So yes. team Arkansas, we mentioned very good. Eberline drive. They're playing that like they're in the aftershocks. They're in the Wichita regional, like Eberline drive. We've talked about before. Everyone shows up, play to the full potential. That's like, they're an even seed. They're like me. an NBA roster. It, literally, yeah. yeah. I, I think no one would have complained or argued with sideline cancer, zip them up, or Florida TNT being the one seed in that regional with the slight nod to Florida TNT. Um, at Rucker Park, I mean, Autism Army with the two seed, not not a ton of – like you, you weren't going to be getting a lot of uh, protesting or, or arguments from me about who was the one through eight seed there. Yeah, I mean, like, Rucker is such a anomaly right now. Like, the teams that are out there are all unique teams. I mean, the three seed was a 15 seed last year. You know what I mean? So, 
Um, it's that that'll be interesting. Cause like, I can't imagine many teams were lining up to play in Rucker park just cause it's outside. And there's a ton of different variables. It's New York, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, like getting a chance to play in Rucker is awesome. So that'll be an interesting regional just to see how that all shakes out. Definitely. And the, the last thing I really want to talk about the bucket nears, I think they were like maybe a, uh, like a four seed last year. Or no, lower because they were six. They were like a thirteen seed. Yeah, they're thirteen. And now they're a two seed. That's very cool. And Woco Showtime's playing War Ready. I don't know if anyone remembers, but um, I, Fletcher War McGee is the most War Ready is the least War Ready team yeah. in the history of TBT. Yeah, so. but I, wasn't Fletcher McGee on War Ready when they started in the bubble? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and we were like Fletcher McGee against House of Pain. He was like one for forty. And then we were like, you know, TBT always makes those yeah. storylines. All right, but we're gonna we're gonna get to our interview with uh, a team that's making their debut against the defending champs, India Rising. That is a tough way to start TBT. When we talk about TBT, yeah, when we talked to them, they didn't know about that yet. As we mentioned, a <laughs> lot of content coming the next few weeks really few months all the way through the tournament. So we hope you guys enjoyed this bracket reaction. So reaction show reaction, reaction episode, reaction episode, check out brainfuel.com head to Dana gardens. If you're in Cincinnati and check out Denny's music, that's the music on the intro and the outro of this episode. It's TBT time. All right. Join us now on inside TBT, a lot of guests from India Rising, we got Gotham, Nav, and Indy, and they're going to tell all the listeners out there what each of their roles are with India Rising, how this is all going to work. Gotham, we'll start with you. Welcome to the show. Tell us about the squad. No, I appreciate it, guys. And I was going to say, I guess, world's most populous nation. We got a lot of guests coming into the pod. I guess that makes sense. Uh, but my name is Gotham Kapoor. Um, I'm the co-founder of India Rising and the general manager. Um, India Rising is basically the home for brown athletes, and we are super pumped to be playing in the TBT and debuting in July. Um, we were put together with one purpose and mission, and that is to show the world that brown basketball hoopers and ballers exist. Um, the quick chats over 10 million basketball fans in India. It's by far the most popular sport for the Indian American or Indo-Canadian diaspora. Um, but there are very few opportunities to actually see brown athletic role models compete at high levels. So what we've done is we've assembled a really powerful team, guys with experience on FIBA national teams, the NBA itself, the G League, G League Ignite. Um, and we're here to show the world that we can hoop. So that's what it's all about. And, and obviously, we've got more guests in here as well. It's an awesome story. Nav, you're next. Walk us through your role and, and um, anything you want to add. Yes, sir. So, obviously, thank you guys for having us on the show, man. We're excited to showcase the team. My name is Nav. I'm the COO for, I guess, the fancy words, a fancy term of India Rising, helping Gotham, you know, build this into a, a generational brand. Just to piggyback of what Gotham said, this is, you know, this is so much bigger than the game of basketball for us and especially within India. So we're really excited to kind of redefine what it means to be an Indian basketball brand in this generation. And it all starts with these guys and Indy, for example. 
Yeah, Indy, you were labeled as the best player. This is going to be an attempt at a really bad joke. But <laughs> if you are protecting Gotham's team, that makes you Batman, right? Hey, man, I'll take it, man. I'm just very excited to be here, man. Very honored to have this opportunity to play in TVT. I've been watching this tournament for the last, I don't know how many years, and finally getting this opportunity. So I'm very grateful. And, you know, also very excited to, uh, you know, to play in it this July, man. Just, uh, you know, really eager to get it going. And someone else who's not on the call with us, obviously, is our other co-founder, Roy Rana, heads up basketball operations for India Rising. And obviously no, needs no introduction coach that's coached at the Olympic FIBA World Cup level and the NBA. Awesome. Awesome. You want to share a little bit more about some of the other guys on the team, where, where they're from, where they're playing, and the list should expect from the Indian Rising team? Yeah, I'm happy to just hit the guy on the star roster in Indy now. Feel free to chime in. Um, it's a really diverse, eclectic mix of playing styles. I think what separates us from a lot of the other PPT teams, which is like really fun for us, is we've got guys who have played at a very high level at the five-on-five -five level, but also the three-on-three. Indy, I don't know if you want to say a few words on some of your achievements on the three-on-three -three circuit and, and what you bring to the table. Well, you know, I've been playing, uh, you know, 3x3 basketball since 2016. Man, our team, uh, you know, came second in the FIBA World Tour Finals in 2016. And, uh, you know, it's a very different game, but at the same time, we all love growing up, playing the five-on-five -five style. And, you know, then adjusting to the 3x style was very difficult at first. But overall, I felt like, man, it brings... Uh, different style of basketball, different style of skills and, uh, you know, strategy to the game. And I'm, you know, very curious to see how it's going to all play out. And hopefully, you know, it's going to give us an advantage because, you know, three or four of our guys on this roster, you know, have had, uh, have a lot of experience um, playing in, um, you know, 3x3. So I'm looking forward to, you know, seeing how the, you know, collective matchup five on five guys playing, you know, top G League level, uh, you know, overseas. And now we got the FIBA 3x3. So mix of players, I think it's going to be a very good mix. Yeah, just Indy, to kind of – yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, Indy, you know, I'm, I'm not 100% sure how the FIBA 3x3 rules are, but in TBT, every basket ends on a made shot with the Elam ending. Is that, mm -hmm. how, is that how FIBA does it for three-on-three? Well, a little bit, you know, like there's no stoppage. Whereas, you know, if you make the basket, it's, you're playing right away. You're taking it out of the rim. But, uh, yeah, you know, most of the games do end up with, you know, crazy acrobatic shots uh, at the buzzer. And I've seen, you know, some of the highlights you guys are posting on uh, on TBT social media. So hopefully, you know, we can bring some of that excitement and uh, contribute to the, to the TBT. Yeah, I was going to say some of the other guys we got in the mix uh, – the 2022 NCAA Patriot League Player of the Year, Sukmil Mathone from Boston University, is going to be on the squad. So we're excited about that. Um, we've got some Indian national team guys, Principal Singh, who played for the the Kings in the Summer League um, and the G League Ignite, uh, Josh Sharma, who played for the Utah Jazz in the Summer League, is playing pro in Poland. Uh, Gokul Natasin has played overseas, drafted by the G League Canton Charge, and has been playing overseas most recently in Uruguay and Finland. It's funny because obviously our name is India Rising. We're all Indian origin hoopers, but where you'll find these guys playing is frankly all over the world. You think 
I'm curious, and this is a question to any of you guys, what's the style of play going to be like? You know, you uh, New York City is known for having a certain style of basketball, right? And and L.A. is known for having a, a certain style of basketball. What What's India known for in, in their style of basketball? Yeah, India, that's a great question for you. Played on both sides. Well, I think Indians, man, we love to shoot the threes, man. So uh, I think we have a very good shooting team. I don't know when you talk about Goku, who's a you know outstanding shooter. We also have Kiran, who's all time Kiran Shastri, who's all time leading three point shooter in Shaminad, which is D two, and uh, even our you know our bigger guys, they can all you know pick and pop, they can get to the rim. So I think we have a group of guys that are well talent, you know, uh, all around basketball players. They can put the ground, you know, ball on the floor. They can shoot from outside, which you know, kind of caters to the style of play or basketball that is so that we get to see nowadays. So I don't know what kind of, you know, particular style like New York or Chicago or whatnot, but I think we have a good group of guys that are talented uh, all around. And, uh, you know, we'll see what we can do when we all meet up. Because, you know, I haven't met most of these guys. Uh, you know, I've just heard about them. So it, it'll be interesting to see when we all get together and, you know, bring our own unique style and, you know, put it all together. Yeah, so, you know, you guys mentioned, Gotham, you mes- mentioned that the – mission of the team is to like showcase the best brown basketball players in the world but my question for indian nav is like do you guys want to win or do you just want to showcase the talent i mean you're the gm so you're probably uh, orchestrating a team built to win if i had to have a guess basketball is a competitive sport um and all of us on the call are, are, are competitive individuals as well right so yeah, we want to showcase and want to build a, a brand for India and for people to connect with. But, man, we're, we're here to win. We're here to show people what we can do at a high level on a big stage. Indy, you have a different opinion. You're on the flip side. No, definitely not, man. I remember when I first, I think I was one of the first athletes that got them after you reached two. And uh, when he first said, you know, we might have an opportunity to play in TBT. And I think the, one of the first things I said was, I'll be, man, let's put a team together that we can actually go and win, not just go out there and get our asses bust, right? So um, I think with the last few months, that's been our main uh, main point of focus is, uh, man, which guys, because there are, you know, at first you don't think of Indian basketball players as playing professional or playing at a high level. But when it comes down to, man, we had a lot of guys that are playing at a very high level and they're just not known. So now let's, you know, pick and choose which guys best fit our style and which guys actually deserve to be at this stage. And I think Gotham and Nav did a wonderful job of putting, you know, 10, I think we got 12 guys right now uh, to be on the team. And I think we have a very good shot of, you know, doing some damage. Man, nobody expects anything out of us. They don't even think we play basketball, right? We're supposed to drive taxis and uh, be your cashiers at 7-Eleven. So, you know, we might just show up, you know, cross up somebody and might, you know, get to the rim and, uh, you know, um, and get some uh, action going on there. Indy, have you had any games that you've played in before that were on ESPN? No, man, but I'm like, very excited to be on ESPN this time, man. You know, actually showcase what we, what we have going on over here. The beauty of TBT. The beauty of TBT. Well, it's- fellas, this has been a blast. My last question for you guys is uh, – um, uh, well, Andrew's got one after me, I guess, too. But my last question is based off of what we just talked about. Um, everything factored in. What's a successful run in TBT for you guys? 
A successful run is nothing short than the chip. That's why we've come to the TBT. That's what we're aiming for. Anything less would be a disservice to everyone's time, coaches, players included. I like that answer. Nav, what about you? What do you think about that? I mean, there's nothing really else to say because because you just said it. That that's that's the goal. That's the focus. It's it's the championship, and it's it's out our bus in our mind right now. All right, Indy, what's the goal? And I totally agree with our guys, man. Nav and Gotham, what they're saying, and you know, when you step on the court, man, especially as a basketball player, if I'm going into a game thinking I might lose this, how much is going to I you know, play that game. Yep. So as soon as I said yes to Gotham in the first place, like three months ago or two months ago, uh, the goal was to win it. And, uh, you know, that's what we're going for. All right. So our last question, and you guys are fans of the show, so I know you prep for this. So at the end of every show, we flip the tables on you guys, and we let you ask any questions that you have for us. And it's presented by our sponsor, Brain Fuel. Not sure if Brain Fuel is available in India quite yet. I'm sure it's a goal of the Brain Fuel team, but it's presented by Brain Fuel. So now we <laughs> hand it over to the three of you. Do you have any questions for us? We'll allow one each because this is a one lot. Each. One each. For sure. So, so I'll, I'll go first, and this may be a cheap question, but who's your favorite Indian origin hooper that's not Indra Beer? Jeez. <laughs> Good question. There we go. That's go, exactly what we're talking about. Because that's what this is all about. So my answer is I'm ready for you guys to show me who my favorite is <laughs> when you're hoisting the trophy and the million dollars is getting zelled to your account. You always got to talk about the sponsors, but when you're yeah. when you're getting a million dollars, I'll have my I'll have my answer then. Well, I have a way better answer. Mine is Indy. Thank you. Man. <laughs> I feel like we only needed that one question. <laughs> that's true, but that's what someone says who isn't prepared to ask a question. Oh man, shoot on the spot like that. I guess my question would just be a simpler one to you guys: is like, you guys have been around here, you've been around the block. What are you most excited about this year? Yeah, I think one thing that uh, – and we kind of talked about it before we started recording. I, I love that this year, like, there's regional champions. Like, last year, uh, having four regions, two teams coming from each region, it, it was a little bit weird, right? You play in the Wichita region, but you don't necessarily have to win it to get to Dayton. Now you have to win your region to get to Dayton. It's more of that NCAA tournament-style field that everyone loves so much. Um, tournaments in general, you just love the survive and advance mentality. Um, it's also great for TBT that it's more, you know, nationally spread across America, right? And it's touching more states and different fan bases and stuff. So I love that it's growing and there's there's more regionals. I'm ex I'm really excited for that this year. Yeah, I'm excited about that too. I'm also excited that you know there's not a lot of disparity between the one seed and the eight seeds in each region you know, depending on what they end up being like, I don't know what seat you guys are going to be, but right. you know, you're not going to be that different than the teams ranked below you and the teams ranked above you because there's only eight regional, like Joey was saying. So I think we'll see a lot of upsets that are not going to be upsets. Yeah. And last year we got in trouble for saying like there were bad teams or two years ago, because there were two bad years ago, <laughs> two years ago, there were not good teams. And now every team is good. So it's, mm -hmm. it's pretty remarkable. All right, Indy, your turn. Final question. Our final question. Well, I was I wanted to ask you guys, you know, when it comes to Indian basketball, right? We know what the you know mindset is. What what comes to your guys' mind when you first 
hear or see like Indian basketball? Joey? Um, I'll tell you exactly what um, what comes to my mind. And you guys are, it's, it's you're, I don't know if you're going to like it or not, but it's it's the huge guy that played basketball in the NBA. His name was Sim, right? Sim, he's Canadian. Yep, yep, yep. Simba Lawrence, I'm saying. Yeah. Does it count? No, that, that, Does that count or no? That, that counts. That counts. Okay. Yeah. That's the first thing that comes to my mind. He played for the Kings, right? Yep. 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 He did. Yep. Isn't he, uh, is he an ambassador for your guys' team or, or something? Sadnam Singh is affiliated with us. Yeah. He's a global ambassador okay. for us. I would say, you know, now when I think of India basketball, India basketball, because of, you know, you guys liking our tweets and liking our Instagrams, I think of you guys, which is your goal. So <laughs> Great I'm going to go, yeah. gonna go with, I think of India rising. And it sounds like this summer, <laughs> India will be rising to the top of TBT. So with that, anything else before we get you guys out of here? So guys, appreciate the time. This is an awesome opportunity for us to come and tell our story, uh, just have some fun with you guys. And yeah, we're looking forward to playing in Syracuse July 22nd. Stay tuned. Absolutely, guys. This was a blast. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for Thank you guys. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thank you guys. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. Wave that.